Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello, beautiful people. Hello, hello. Good <laughs> evening, good afternoon, good morning, where, wherever you are and whatever yeah, time point. of the day it is. Um, before we get started on Married at First Sight, Jade, do you have any updates on Married at First Sight or The Bachelor, Bachelorette? Hmm, let me think about this. I think I've been really good with staying off social media this week. Oh, that's I nice. Hope. I've been on it, but I haven't been like getting into the mud you yeah know, the girls. I feel like I saw some stories so I wasn't really Ooh. sure what you were referring to from you <laughs> so what was I referring to <laughs> well you said you were on social media but I saw your story so I was like but you were on yeah social I wasn't media. in the mud though that was you know so what is the mud <laughs> in the mud with like drama you know, I was just trying to live, live a good life I see um, I see drama but I did free. see some of your drama about this Juicelin business oh man you if guys. y'all are from here <laughs> if you guys are in texas juice land is like a um it's like a smoothie uh juices um you know like healthy foods um franchise they've got like maybe like 12 locations here um and i think some okay. in like other areas of texas um and there's like a whole i don't want to say scandal but there's just some mistreatment going on with their black and brown employees and just like some some racism some sexual assault you know just just a, a, an assortment of just mm. things that aren't great um and the way it's just being handled is just a little poorly mm. um it's just not a good look especially in this new era of you know listening and learning and enlightenment and whatnot so I actually randomly like I was drinking a juice land smoothie like a couple weeks ago and I was just like this is tasting different this tastes like racism (laughs) (laughs) I mean honestly like it felt it tasted icy Mm. like it was watered down I was like you know what this is trash everything happens for a reason my friends so you know if your smoothie's tasting you know watered down or icy you know look into their instagram page and make sure they ain't out here um sexually assaulting people or you know allegedly i don't know just make sure you guys are backing you know businesses that you stand by and that's really all there is to it okay so yeah did was there any update on these other reality shows um so the bachelor i didn't see much um i did see matt because i follow him he had rachel on his instagram they were i think teaching financial literacy to some like seven-year-old at some school um and she was there um i guess that's part of her maybe curriculum um so you know for her learning you know the black experience so wishing them kids yes okay you left that out wishing them the best you know um and then i recently saw so i uh, shanice and jebdi uh, how old hmm. do you know how old they are i feel like she's older than him i think she's like mid-30s oh i'll do I a quick know. google though shanice she, Jackson. she rings she a little bit 
younger i don't know there's something oh there. she looks old she looks older but i guess she doesn't know. act kind of young <laughs> how old is she i'm looking she's the only shawnees that came up so just just, <laughs> just give, it, give it a second <laughs> okay well while you look that up um she's 33 okay so i don't know she she rings uh, the way she acts feels a little bit younger to me but you know i mm. i'm not really sure anyways they if you were listening to our podcast a couple weeks ago, they like got on all their Instagram and Twitters, you know, saying that they were broken up, you know, turmoil. Yeah. It was Just so by dramatic. the by, Jeffy is a ripe 29 and four months. Damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's a youngin. Um, That's why I said really, older though. than him, but. Yeah. So they were all over the Instagrams, you know, saying that they were single, but they are in fact still living together. And mm. she posted. Oh, she's her Instagram stories are so strange to me. Like, it, it, I don't want to say it's like attention seeking, but it is a lot. A lot of um, attention. Yeah. Behavior. And so she was like dancing or doing something, um, hmm. shaking her ass. And <gasps> she was like waiting for him to like notice or something. And then mm. he like got up and like <laughs> this sounds real bad. <laughs> Then he got up and he like slapped her ass and I was just like, so what does this mean? Also, she got her boobs done. Um, oh. Yeah, she got a breast augmentation. Done um, bigger or done smaller? Bigger, because she was pretty small chested. Um, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so she got bigger. Um, so I think she's just, you know, I don't know. You know, Shawnee's is not really like my type. So I don't know what's going on. But I, I just feel like when you're when you're a couple... And you kind of have this like volatile relationship where you're just like having these outbursts like publicly. Like I think if they, I think they need to acknowledge that everyone's watching them. So it would maybe be best to keep that off of social media because now we're thinking mm. that they're broken up, but they're clearly not. It's just a Tuesday for them. So I just, I don't know. I don't know. I guess. think they probably go through that a lot just with their their personalities i don't know and i think the whole breast thing was probably just like mommy makeover because i've heard like when you're <laughs> small chested and then <laughs> i've heard when you're small chested and then you have kids like then your boobs just you know they're not where they used to be oh no so. i know that. it's very discouraging because i'm small chested myself so not mm. looking not looking forward to that part of life well maybe you'll just get the shawnees hmm <laughs> <laughs> No, well, 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 yeah. I don't know if we need to say that. <laughs> well, I'm sure your breasts will be fine. Um, oh, so I think that's all the. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. I have some other news. So you know, I'm always in the Merit at first sight, the Reddit streets. Um, yes, Reddit, what's happening over there? My my. Um, so apparently, someone who lives in an apartment complex in Atlanta said that Virginia mm. moved in. Um, into the apartment complex and that she moved in alone. <laughs> I don't know how this person could even know that unless they literally saw her like moving actual things into an apartment. Hmm. Um, but apparently they saw her. They didn't see Eric. Um, but then they're out here parading their relationship around. Like everything's great. So uh, there's a lot of like, I don't want to say criticism, but a lot of skepticism when it, Mm-hmm. regarding that couple so i think everyone just keep your eyes and ears open especially if you're in atlanta because i am very curious because she was <laughs> so adamant about not moving into that condo and when we saw the home footage it did not look 
I mean, the condo hadn't changed, so I don't really know what's going on, you guys. Hmm. So, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yes. So, yeah. Hmm. So, you want to move on to <sighs> reunion part two? Oh, yes. Reunion part two featuring Kevin Frazier and oh, Jake. Was, this was not his best reunion. I'll just say that. I'm telling you, we just need that girl from the 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> right? I mean, at least to keep it, like, impartial. And Sean Jackson or something. I don't know. Kevin was, I don't know, you guys. If you guys were watching, Kevin Frazier was just, I don't know. The energy Projecting. was not great. <laughs> like, he was all over the place. It was very, it wasn't a good look for him. I think it's because he's always, like, prefacing, like, as a fan, this is no. what I would want to know. Like, he's really caught up in his fanhood. Sean Robinson, that's that lady's name. She's mm. the best. Yeah, she's we need great. Her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not. It seemed like he was letting his own personal beliefs get in the way of, like, exactly. you know, talking to the couples. And just, uh, it, it, it was coming off just a little strange, a little cruel, a little catty. Like, he, he was just messy. I, I don't know. Mm. It was It was weird energy from him. But, yeah. So we, man. Okay, so if you recall, <laughs> reunion part one, we left with Chris. Um, I think he was in the parking lot. Um, heading out there. Meet yeah, me heading in the parking lot. Yo. Meet me in the parking lot. Um, it's going down. Uh, waiting for <laughs> Pastor Dwight to join him so that they could duel it out. Um, and so Not we duel. <laughs> And so we see Chris, he's outside in an Audi. Um, if you guys are interested in cars, he is in an Audi. Um, Paige jumps into the passenger seat to talk with him. Uh, and a producer is out there as well. Um, so this is like a white Audi. I don't really know the, I don't know. Didn't the, catch it, but I did I see catch, it was Audi, yeah. And I did see that there was like, it, it, there was like a scratch on the back, like a huge scratch or like a dent. Like he got into a car accident. And I was like, damn, it y'all was just Paige. Be, man, y'all, be, <laughs> y'all just be <laughs> throwing these cars around. Um, but He's rich. He just bought a whole new Benz. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so I didn't catch much when he was outside other than, you know, he was very upset very angry. The producer is trying to just coax him to come back inside. Again, Paige is out there supporting, you know, being the supportive wife that she is. Wow. Um, We're really take that to the grave with us, girl. So then they go back inside, the um, the, the married couple. Um, Chris agrees to go back in. There's like a little disclaimer on the screen because, you know, dramatics. Uh, Chris agrees <laughs> to go back in, but Pastor Dwight cannot be there. Um, and so he goes back inside. So it's just Chris Page and Kevin. Um, and so Chris says that he feels betrayed, um, because, you know, he saw Pastor Dwight as a friend and not as a spiritual mentor. And he felt like there was like an underlining tone of like, just, I don't know what he said exactly, but he just felt like it was just like, he said it was like condescending. Yes. Yes. Like he felt Mm -hmm. like he was like, he didn't need correction from him and he just was not into pastor Dwight's tone. And I actually kind of agree with him. I mean, Mm -hmm. how Chris makes me agree with him. I'll never know. But like, I I agree a thousand percent. I don't think pastor Dwight should have even been there. This Mm -hmm. pastor, it's just not a good look. It's not a good look for him. Like as a pastor, 
um, <laughs> being on there about to curse this man out on national television. Like, I, I can't imagine if I saw my pastor out here like that at the church that I go to. Oh, my goodness. You know, I forgot to mention this. I did do a little bit of a deep dive on Pastor mm. Dwight's Instagram. Because why did I do that? How did I get there? Well, I think I, I actually posted, flyer. I posted a story because Pastor Dwight, like, I guess, screenshotted his name all over Twitter, <sighs> you know, because that's the type of things that he enjoys. Um, mm. And so I, I briefly saw his Instagram and was just disgusted. So what did you see? <laughs> I I see what Chris was saying. There was a post we posted on the story on our Instagram story. A little while ago where it was Chris, it was a repost of what Chris posted in his story. And he was kind of like, people have gotten so much clout off me, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I immediately saw what he was talking about. At first I was like, Chris thinks everything's about Chris. But after I went to Pastor Dwight's page, I was like, hmm, unfortunately this time Chris was not mistaken. Yeah. And Pastor Dwight has all kinds of flyers and promo <laughs> that he's doing. His wife does something too where she's promoting herself. No. It's just like very Atlanta to me. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Yes, indeed. Um, so that was just not a great look um, yeah. for him. So, mm-hmm. you know, Chris, you know, he's on his best behavior. He apologizes to Kevin and Paige. Um, and then I think just wrapping this up, Chris says again that he has a lot more growing to do as an individual and he regrets the process that Paige went through and she deserved Mm. much better and she deserves a redo at love. Um, you know, I had a thought that like, you remember back in the day, like on VH1, when people wouldn't do well, like one of those love reality shows, they would get a spinoff, like if they were fun to watch. And I was like, maybe Paige needs a spinoff, like a Flavor of Love or a Charm School or, you know, something where she could be the Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Not saying it would go great, but. <laughs> well, a lot of people have been mentioning that. Like, they've been saying, mm-hmm. oh, Paige needs a do-over. Paige needs a do-over. And I, I don't know. I think a, a while ago, there was, like, a Married at First Sight, like, Second Chance or something. Um, mm. and so I guess maybe they could do something you're like right, that for her. You're right. But that I don't, thing. do you think she would sign up for that though? Because she looks, man, <laughs> I don't know if Paige is, if she, if she would be willing to do that again. I'm not sure. I guess I'd be interested to see who responds to the call mm. of like what kind of men respond to, to yeah. Paige and what kind of men are interested in being with her. And if those men are truly going to be good men or if they're you know, clout chasing right yeah that's true so yeah um i think from there um it's just Paige on the on the couch so chris leaves yep. after he says that he you know sorry that she went through all that that he you know created that he caused uh-huh. yeah exactly. uh so they <laughs> hug and he leaves um and the hug was super awkward there was like a weird lingering and some whispering yeah. going on I don't know. I I don't know what to say. I mean, obviously, like, they clearly have a closer relationship than we know of. Like, she clearly likes him. I don't know why. Can't like imagine she, why. But that does bring I mean, she to does, the- though, right? Like, it seems like she likes him. And it brings us to these comments. If you want to get yes. into that, these comments, I, I can't even. T- I can't. <laughs> okay, so y'all know I'm a shorthand note taker, and I'm just... <laughs> I'll I'll, I'll come in I'll come in yeah just fill it in (laughs) um 
But yeah, so Paige describes this as a traumatic experience. She says it was hurtful for her to, for her to hear people were saying about her, like that she's desperate and has low self-esteem because she doesn't agree with that. Um, you know, she feels like she made this obligation before God to be with this man. And she said she didn't see the things that we were seeing. Um, you know, she just saw that one version of him, not what he was telling to everybody else. Like that gross flashback of, you know, him saying there's all these many colored queens out there. (laughs) (laughs) That we keep coming back to. Black queens, white queens, Hispanic queens. It's bad. Um, bad and bad and bad. But yes, so she, I guess like this is her chance. She's using this as a chance to like stand up for herself. She has a friend named Nancy, which we did see at the wedding. Um, and, you know, Chris was very honest at the wedding with Nancy and told her that mm-hmm. Paige isn't a trophy wife. That's, yeah. She's not my type. Which, again, is like, how do we <laughs> how do we keep going for another eight weeks? Well, and I guess my thing is Paige says something in, in this where she says that the God she serves and who she is she cannot feed into a man that is manipulating her. Um, hmm. And she also, you know, made a statement that she's not a weak willed, desperate woman. Um, mm-hmm. She signed up for this process to be married and she's not one to give up when things get tough. And so to your point, when she said that she wasn't privy to some of these sidebar com- conversations, mm-hmm. Paige, the man literally told her, the, the second day after he ran away from her because he said he had a panic attack because he was so disgusted by her face. Yep. He literally said, I'm not attracted to you. I thought by having sex with you would make me more attracted to you. And I'm still not. And I'm having a panic attack. That seems privy to the conversation. Like he told you that. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Cause Nancy also is like, well, I told Paige, you know, about these comments and Paige wants to go do what Paige wants to do. And I think Kevin also made a good point because he was like, many people have been asking, like, where are Paige's people? Yes. You yeah. know, throughout all of this. And yeah. Nancy, homegirl Nancy, was like, well, we're not there because we don't act like Paige. And I was like, what kind of comment is Which that? Which was so strange. So, like, even, so, like, Nancy, so Nancy comes out. Um, she was the bridesmaid on the show don't in some like sort her. of glittery gown. It was strange. Her and Paige um, have a similar style, it looks like to me. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, I'm not, and I'm not sure what that style is. Um, but Nancy was saying that she knew from the wedding it wasn't a good match, but she bit her tongue more than she should have. And so for, from that, I say, well, then you're just like Paige then, because both of y'all mm-hmm. are biting your tongue and not expressing yourselves. And are letting yourselves get into these situations that you shouldn't be in. And then the friend, you know, yes. Nancy was like, oh, well, you know, Paige just rubbed off on me. She's just too graceful. And it's just like, I don't, I, I, we keep talking about, you know, Paige is just so classy and just so full of grace and compassion. I don't want us to get confused because you can still speak up for yourself and advocate for yourself and be classy and be great and be full of grace and be compassionate like you don't have just because she's sitting there being meek and like not not advocating for herself and just being Mm -hmm. like oh you know it's okay it's okay that's not class and that's not grace that's not 
That's not refinement and that's not restraint. Like it's literally like, I don't want to say it's weakness, but it, you're, it's some form of weakness, I think. Yeah, it's weird. This what you just said reminded me of that Miss Congeniality song. It's like she's beauty, she's <laughs> she's grace, she's <laughs> <laughs> But it's just like I felt like we were getting into some really interesting territory where everyone's like, "Oh, Paige, you know, she's just so." What is going on? It's a car on fire or something. You guys, out there. it's pandemonium. It, it was storming. It was raining. Man. Heavens. Um, but I just feel like just because she didn't say anything and she like stayed there and tried to work it out, like that doesn't mean she's full of all these grace and refinement and restraint. And mm-hmm. I don't think that's what this is. Um, but Nancy did make a statement that I thought was really interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. and she said that Chris is the epitome of why black mental health matters. Mm. And what do we think about that? I have some thoughts. Um, I felt like while I understand like Chris is like, you know, emotionally like just not available um, Mm -hmm. is, you know, maybe lacking some emotional intelligence. um, Is she not going to I mean, Paige is sitting right there. So I feel like I feel like Paige, that sentence impacts her as well, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I truly feel like. Why Black Mental Health Matters, indeed. And I feel like had Paige had the appropriate emotional tools to delve with the situation, it might have been a different scenario. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just feel like her mental health is just as important as his. And honestly, both of them have some things that they need to work on, both Chris and Paige, in, in regards to mental health. So that statement could apply to Chris, but it could also apply to Paige because she had no business being staying in that relationship it was traumatic yeah she did say somewhere in this that like it might be in a little bit of later segment but she mentions that she's going to therapy a lot to kind of process what's going on but i'm like i don't i don't know i guess there's a conversation later coming up as well where the experts talk about it this Mm -hmm. whole how we let this continue and let this woman yeah. just be subjected to it. So, but I mean, honestly, like she, a lot of that is on her. Like, yeah. I honestly feel like had she been like, you know what, I've got to get out of this. She could have gotten out of it because there have been other couples. There have yeah. been other women in the past who were like, I'm getting out of this. And they were, and they still were available to film. They yeah. still, you know, did their obligations. They just weren't married. So I, I mean, they were married, yeah. but they just weren't in the couple. So <laughs> I just feel like yeah. she, some of this has to be on her. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's, uh, like, it's just, I don't know. So is there anything else from Nancy and Paige? Um, Nancy and her statements. Didn't love a lot of those. No, that was um, Yeah, because she made another statement, like, gave herself props for restraining herself or something. And I was like, I that just was wish weird. she would get off the stage. Y'all know how I feel about, like... Uh, threats of violence <laughs> like even at what Vinny, <laughs> Vinny and Bree's wedding when they were just like oh somebody they were gonna beat him up or something and I'm like I don't really it's enjoy <laughs> these talks of violence against each other <laughs> I don't too and then much. even Kevin was like egging her on and was just like oh you you can see him in a dark alley what are you gonna do and I was just like this is yeah. so juvenile and really just gross yes it's pretty bad. Um, can't say I expected much more from Kevin because he seems to be like with the shits. 
but... was acting like a child. It was weird. Did that surprise you, though? I mean, this was another level. <laughs> like, he was like, mm. oh, you throw a shoe. I was like, why is this happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, it was, is... he was on a whole nother level. And it was just, I was like, you need to check yourself, actually. Yeah. It's pretty bad with, <sighs> with, with just watching this. I hope you guys made it through. But anyways, <laughs> we then go to Haley and Jacob, which is also very hard <sighs> to watch. Oh, my God. They're sitting on the same chair. Like one of those love seat kind of things. Mm-hmm. Kevin starts with, how does it feel to be back with your husband or back with your wife? Which I feel like is just intentionally agonizing people. Yes. It's just... He's just so messy. So unnecessary. Um, I will say that Jacob has on some new sneakers. Um, they're red, like... You know how he usually wears dress shoes with jeans? Mm-hmm. Now he's wearing red sneakers with black distressed jeans so someone dressed oh, him that's nice. yeah he has little holes in his knees that's it but you know he doesn't usually wear black jeans still wearing a t-shirt still wearing a, a blazer jacket mm-hmm. so he's kind of retaining someone for himself yeah Haley says she's been great she's been back traveling having a good time um jacob says he kind of just vegged out for a couple of weeks and i guess processed what happened if that's if that's the right word to use, um, we go into a montage of them, and that first kiss. Hmm. Uh, the first kiss between them, <laughs> where Haley pulls back, like Man. she goes in for the kiss because it's an obligation, not because she wants to kiss him. Um. So that looks super awkward. Jacob says he was playful. Like, throughout the marriage, Haley says she never saw any of that, never interpreted anything he did as playful because she doesn't get his humor, which right. I think we've all known that she didn't get his humor. Uh-oh. It's starting to thunder. Do you hear that? Can you hear it? Um, Not really. There's a low rumbling. Mm, if it starts yeah. to sound like I'm in a washing machine, the rain has started, y'all. It was, just, it was, just, it was just adding to the, dra- the dramatics of what we're <laughs> discussing. Stormy marriage. Um... So, yeah, uh, let's see. Jacob is really hooked on this thing of she didn't want to engage with him. Um, never. She was never interested in it. Kevin references Jamie and Doug, which I've said all this season is like, I feel like it could have been like that, but it just wasn't. Yeah. Um, and Jamie and Doug, you know, they've worked out. They have those kids. They moved to Florida, I guess, recently. Mm-hmm. They're doing great. Jamie's finding a lot of security in Doug. They replay this bracelet conversation, which I wish, or the conversation Haley has with her mom about the bracelet, where I feel like Haley was really messy and deceitful. Um, And I wish Jacob would have said, like, that's not what happened, Mm because she made it seem like, you know, to her mom that he's wanting the bracelet back. He never said that. And he even reiterates, like, I would just be nice for it to be in the same area code, you know, or we could take it back and get you something you want. Which I believe him. I feel like he's probably a pretty flexible guy. Like, he doesn't take anything too seriously. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this situation was just uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, we get into the sex talk. Oof, Kevin lets us know he's never slept with a woman who hated him. Oh, good to know, Kevin. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Yeah. I didn't ask that. Uh, but, yeah, so – because. 
Jacob was like, she hates me and she despises me. Yeah. And Kevin's like, well, why would she have sex with you if she despises you? Which I feel like both can be true. Yes, they can, Kevin. Like, yeah. I, I'm like, who's, <laughs> who's writing these questions? Like, what's happening? Um, and then Kevin is like, I, I don't know if he's like attracted to Haley, but he was just like, you know, maybe if you had tried to romance her at some point. <laughs> and Jake was like, well, I couldn't like she really despised me like she was not attracted to me. Like there was nothing that I could do that she would like. Um, and honestly, like, I don't even know, like, these two truly hate each other. Like, there is But Haley's no... also egging on it. She's like, no, he didn't do anything. Yeah, like, she's... did absolutely anything. Like, both of them were just coming off so poorly. Like, he was coming off kind of bad. She was coming off not great either. And then you got Kevin there, who's, like, kind of get... Who's echoing everything she's saying. And mm-hmm. it was just... It was chaos, you guys. It was just yeah. not good. So these two are not... They will never speak again. Like, ever. Yeah. So it's just a lot of bickering. That's like my last note with them. Is mm-hmm. There's just a lot of bickering back and forth. Who said what and what didn't didn't happen. I'll take a lie detector test. I'll take one too. That was, it's I'm just, like, you guys. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was literally about nothing. I can't remember what they said they're going to take a lie detector test about. But I was like, this is the stupidest something, thing I've ever I don't ever even, something about who tried or, it was so foolish, y'all. I was like, you guys, this was an awful match. Like, the worst. It's pretty bad. So um, then we go... Into the men's meetup. Ugh, these okay, Chris. you guys. This is the reason why this show was so freaking long. Like the men chatted, the women chatted, the experts chatted. Like I'm like, who cares? You know, with the way they set this up, I was like, this has to be the end because we've heard from everybody. But <laughs> um, plot twist. So it was all the men, everyone but Chris. I guess he must have left after he seemed with Paige. I guess he was just He's like, all right, being well, I'm a done. toddler. That was yeah. crazy. He just was like, all right, deuces. Um, so Jake claims that Chris is the most hated man in Georgia. That was so yeah. strange. I, was I like, think that was I, just a quick little quip of Jake trying to be funny. It wasn't really funny, though. <laughs> That's his humor. It's just it's just very Jake. Yeah. Um, the men so seem yeah. kind of close. I guess they say they're close. And then we go into another strange guessing game of Vinny. How would you describe your people? Um, which I yeah. don't know why Vinny always has to play like these party game <laughs> parlor games. But he says Ryan's the hype man and Jacob is the funny man. And we never hear about Eric. Yeah. Um, they, well, something about he's mel- Eric mellows everyone out. Like, what does that even mean? That he's boring. Yeah, that's why I was like, you don't even know what to say, except, you know. I wouldn't know what to say either. And it was like, can you uh, give us the description? I'd be like, he's the dad of the group. Boring. Anyways. We didn't need that segment. (laughs) We really didn't. I mean, like, literally, that's all he said. Vinny said that they're all brothers. Eric says they'll be lifelong friends. I don't believe any. I don't believe any of this. Mm -hmm. Um. They also had a really strange package where they were like showed like scenes from like some of the couples and they showed a Virginia clip of her talking about how she's always like partying and stuff and mm-hmm. she's out Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And so Kevin was like, how do you guys feel about that? And I was just like, this is strange. Messy. Yeah. <clears throat> and so Vinny says that, you know, you have to grow together and compromise to make it work. And it was just really weird. It was just like, 
the, the lines, the question about, you know, someone else's relationship and what do you think about that? What would you have done? It, it's dangerous territory, even if, you know, they are, you know, brothers. Yeah. It's so, yeah. not great. That's all I got from that. <laughs> yeah, you really didn't miss much. A lot of talk about Haley and Jacob, a lot of talk about Virginia and Eric. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan seemed to be tickled with some of Jacob's responses in the montage where Jacob was like, so are we... They shot a montage where I guess they played the fishbowl game. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were supposed to hold hands, and then one of the things was like, re recreate your first kiss. And Haley was like, no, I think, I think we're good holding hands. She doesn't like to hold hands, apparently. Um, and then they show them in bed and Jacob's like, so any sensual cuddling, any kind of arm around each other, anything like that. Ryan is thrilled with this question or thrilled to see this, I guess, because he feels like it's very on brand for Jacob to Mm. just be kind of weird and comical, I'll say in that way. But yeah, aside from that, they're just sitting there shooting the shit. And then we get to the experts who are also sitting there shooting the shit talking about the same stuff we've talked about the epi- the first episode and this episode so it's just a lot of reenacting yeah um so the experts are sitting there i don't really recall what anyone was wearing do you i recall dr viviana wearing this really flowy dress mm. because i think i saw it on twitter mm. um but it's nice everybody looks like themselves i guess Yeah, and so they basically say that the season was the most stressful for them, and Kevin makes this quip about how they have a great track record with the couples, and I'm like, they don't. Such a great track record. Actually, like, I think they're, like, the the couples that remained married, I think it's, like, less than 30%, so I don't know what he's talking about. Um, Yeah. But they say that they're... Their biggest regret is that, you know, Chris, you know, he just apparently flipped the script on them the moment he got married. Um, That is not true. I mean, as soon as she walked on the aisle, he flipped the script. He wasn't even married yet. So (laughs) there's that. Um, They said that regarding Vinny and Bree, that they loved that Bree was very soft with him and didn't treat him like an employee which was an interesting choice of words. Um, and then Dr. Pepper said that she was surprised that Vinny was so concerned about his manhood and how he looked on camera. Um, but he did take constructive criticism well regarding the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, then they also mentioned Haley and Jacob. And so these two ladies, Dr. Viviana, Dr. Viviana is she a doctor? Yes. Okay, Dr. Viviana and um, Dr. Pepper, they do not like Haley at all. Like, I think, mm. I think Dr. Pepper calls her cold, and I think yeah. Viviana says that she rejected Jake all the time. Pastor Cal is actually siding with Haley, and he thinks that Jake just got so stuck on attraction that he couldn't move forward, and he just had yeah. no swag. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Which is interesting, because, I mean, that is kind of true. Yeah. I think everyone's right in this situation, like. Yeah. In, if we would have had these conversations beforehand, maybe be in a better position of saying, you know, she really Perhaps. would take a lot of a lot of someone to like bring her out of her shell. Yeah. And yeah. he's she kind of someone... out there. That doesn't necessarily mean that she's going to pull her. Yes. out Yes. She needed someone, I think, way more confident and like yeah. able to like bring her out of her shell, like you just said, and like someone who she was attracted to. I mean, just yeah. keeping it very real here. Yeah, um, I do wonder if they matched would... her with this quirky man. I think that was a horrible match. Mm. 
I could see where they thought it would have worked, but I probably wouldn't have matched it just based on age and like his obsession with the eighties. She wasn't even born, so how is she gonna relate to that? Yeah, that's true. Um, I do wonder if she dates someone in the future because I guess men will be interested in her now that she's been on TV. What those guys will look like and how affectionate she'll be with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious to see how that goes. Yeah. Um, they mentioned Virginia and Eric and how they knew that Virginia needed someone that would stabilize her and like ground her, mm-hmm. someone with a stable background. Um, and they said that, you know, they knew that they had like political differences, but apparently a lot of couples, you know, healthy couples don't align on politics and they could work through it Is because they're healthy? good communicators. Girl, I mean, when you said that with politics? a straight face. I was just like, that has changed so much since 2020. Like, it mm-hmm. is no longer, oh, we just disagree on politics. Like, these things, you know, it's not just, as Eric says, social issues. Like, this is about yeah. human rights. Like, the very core of who we are as people. It is no longer political. So it's not like, oh, they disagree on Democrat or Republican. Like, it's so much more than that, you guys. So I just felt like that was just so cheap to say. Like, oh, they can work through it. They're great communicators. But the very core of who they are as people in regards to human rights and social injustices, that's in you. And so to disagree on something like that, it's kind of big. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I don't don't know. I think they have like this ever uh, optimistic perspective (laughs) that like couples can make it through anything. Remind you, these are not perfect people. Right. I mean, I just Um, can't imagine being with a spouse who was just like, oh, you're wearing that Black Lives Matter shirt. Oh, I don't really agree. Like, (laughs) what are we doing here? We can get over it. Like, oh, it's fine because we can talk about it. Or if I'm like, I don't know. Or if you're going to a, I don't know, human rights rally or, you know, a rally for homelessness. They're like, oh, those homeless people, they need to get a job. And it's like, seriously, like it's beyond politics. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's pretty bad. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I have no words for these people. Uh, um, And then I think they mentioned Paige and Chris. Um, They say that Chris just wasn't ready for this type of commitment. And they were concerned that she kept saying that she wanted to stay in it and work it out. Um, but all the cup, all the experts were basically saying, like, you need to get out of this. And she wanted to stick through it. This um, pissed me off so much. Yeah. I mean, to hear that we were concerned about her. But did you intervene? No. And honestly, like, I don't think I'm actually going to side with them on this. I don't think she would have left like she had this whole she sat there on that couch by herself and went on this whole spiel about how she's a christian woman and a godly woman and you know she's yeah. gonna stick by him and she made some strange sentence about how as a christian woman it's not her duty to tear a man down she did say that mm-hmm. i was like i feel like she would have stayed too but i just wish like they would have supported her more or been like okay yeah. girl like because she's every time we saw her or a lot of times we saw her, she's talking to the producers. Yeah. And again, yeah, yeah. the producers are not the experts. So That's true. how much how much support can they really give you when I feel like we just needed more expert intervention? 
Yeah. I, I mean, I just, I don't know, girl. I, I really don't this know. This would have because... never happened in Married at First Sight Australia. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, well, girl. <laughs> Those people. <laughs> this would have never happened. It would have never happened. You're right. Um, so, yeah. So then Kevin asked Dr. Pepper a question, and he called Paige broken. Mm. That was so gross and disgusting. And Dr. Pepper actually checks him on that. And she's like, well, Paige isn't broken. You know, exactly. she was like, she has a lot of strength, um, but she was just more committed to this process because of her faith. Um, and I think Viviana says that, you know, regarding Chris, she feels like had had they known that he had such distinct views on appearance and attraction, then he shouldn't have done this show, period, because you don't yeah. know, you know, what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. But I mean, again, like, I feel like I remember... In those first couple episodes, Pastor Cal was the one who was championing that relationship of Paige and Chris. I remember Viviana and Dr. Pepper not really saying much. Mm. So I don't know if they were just like, uh, I don't know. It was really Pastor Cal who just knew he just knew what he knew. And he just knew this was going to be the best match ever. And now he's looking stupid. So. Yeah, I think he was hoodwinked, bamboozled, um, kerfuffled by yeah. Chris. And even on that little clip they showed of Chris doing like his pre-interview, or whatever, it his was demeanor alarming. is a lot different. But even yeah, it's then, different he like was Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde kind of thing. Yeah, but even with the 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 clip that they chose, where he was like, "Oh, I want a freak," and this and that, I was like, "This is not oh, the guy." Oh well, I mean, maybe that's why because Paige said she was going she was going to get her butt ate on the last one, remember? So maybe they felt like, <sighs> okay, they're true. sexually compatible, and it seems like they are sexually compatible, <laughs> but it does. It does. <laughs> They are sexually compatible, I suppose, when the lights go off. I mean, hey, they upheld that, that marriage bid, so. God. I don't know. It's pretty, pretty bad. But anything else from the experts? Or you want to transition to the scene with the couples? We can go into the couples. All the couples except Chris, because he left. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, we still have to ask Paige, where, where's her Good significant Lord. other? Paige says, we're not significant. <laughs> And it's also just We're like, not. can y'all just give her a break? Like, we, this is yeah. part two. We know he's not here. Like, just chill, Kevin. Damn. It's like, we have to keep bringing up Chris. Like, he is, oh, it's annoying. If I was her, I would have left too. I'd be like, I'm, I'm not going to answer any more right. questions about this man. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, um, I don't even know. Ahead. I have very limited notes on this. Um, yes. Apparently, everyone says that, I think Clara says this, but watching themselves on TV is traumatizing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Clara said that she actually stopped watching just to put her mental health first and probably because she had this whole narrative going around that all she wanted to do was have sex. So I'm sure that was probably oh. tough to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting Virginia and Eric scenes. Um mm. Man, and I'm really curious as to what you felt about this. So there (laughs) is a clip about her saying that sometimes she'll pass out on her guy friend's couches. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they asked the couples like how they would feel about that. And Clara had a really great response where she was just like, it's really about trust. And she would rather Ryan pass out on one of his girlfriend's couch if he's not safe to drive. Yeah. which makes sense to me. And then Virginia chimes in and, and says that she didn't say that that's what she was going to do in the future. She was just saying that that's what she had done in the past. Is that how you recall that conversation going, Jade? I think she said sometimes I pass it on my guy friend's couches. So really like undefined when and 
like if it was going to happen again. She didn't say like I used to pass on. Or, yes, like, like it I wasn't will in the clear. Future. She was just like sometimes I pass on my guy friends' couches. Like, are you going to freak out then? Yeah. Implying that it could happen again. Yes, and so now she's. It's like she's. They're doing this whole damage that control me, that thing. Beautiful media training, right? Rolling everything back. Like, oh no, I didn't mean that. I never said that. It's like, stop. Yeah. Um, so there's like a, another segment where we hear questions from former couples on Married at oh, First Sight, which was so yeah. weird. That was um, weird. Before that, though, what is this about Eric is scared to pee in front of Virginia? Oh, I didn't. I didn't have that. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> it was like, how close are, is everyone? Is everyone comfortable with each other? And she's like, Eric is afraid. Eric does won't pee in front of me. And I was like, hmm. I, I, don't I wonder. Know. Seems a bit weird, considering how in-your-face he is. But, and then there was that little clip of Ryan, how everything is his jam. Everything. Is is or isn't his jam. That's how he categorizes his likes and, dis- his likes and yeah. dislikes. Interesting the, guy. <laughs> I thought they were going to go into, like, his for sure's, uh, how he always, like, sure, 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 sure. Mm-hmm. But I never picked up on the jam thing as it was happening. I did think it was cute, though. We go into those questions you're talking about, which scripted? Yes. <laughs> it's very absolutely. Very did you catch all of them or do you <laughs> no, need to go through them? No, I did not catch any of them. I think I recall. Oh, I recall Beth and Jamie. I recall Beth asking Jake if he wanted to have basic Caucasian sex or something. <sighs> I'll go through it. Okay. Sure. <laughs> So we start with Miles and Karen. Miles asks Paige how she's been taking care of herself, which seems to be on brand with the with the the storyline he had um, in his season. So Paige says therapy. She says she mm-hmm. has therapy every Thursday after the show airs on Wednesday. Deanna and Greg ask Virginia who she would, or Deanna asks Virginia who she would choose between Eric and Rocky. Virginia basically says Rocky because he can't take care of himself and Eric can. Right. Yeah. Shawnice and Jeffy are there. Shawnice oh. asks if Clara is a member of the Mile High Club because she wants to be a member of the Mile High Club. So weird. <laughs> Clara says, no, airplane bathrooms are disgusting. Um, and she doesn't say she's planning to try to join that. Woody and Amani. Honestly, like, look, what? <laughs> Girl! Like, oh my god. Woody and Amani uh, show up in these, like, weird matching suit kind of things. They're the, they're the outfits are the only ones that caught me by surprise, but it reminds well, me of... They filmed that on the bonus episode day, because they were wearing the same thing. Okay, so what is it with these suits, though? Because it was like, I was kind of wondering like is this supposed to be like Beyonce and Jay-Z where they're like in their little I don't know girl (gasps) anyway (laughs) so Woody asks Haley if she's learned from the process and Amani asks Eric if he thinks the process is good for divorcees divorcees both of these questions are answered in a way you would expect Um, nothing nothing to report there Christine and Keith are there or chiming in. Christine asks if Virginia, or not Virginia, sorry, if Vinny talks to Brianna dirty in Spanish or English. <sighs> Brianna says Spanish. Um, and she says she, she likes both. it. 
She did say both, and they were like, which one do you like better? And oh, she's yeah. Like Spanish. Spanish. Oh, I don't want to touch that. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of visuals coming in. And that's when we get to <laughs> Beth and Jamie. And she just has to know if Jacob has had basic Caucasian sex in his sauna. Absolutely. Jacob's... Jacob says no, he's never had sex in the sauna, which I was like, when was the last time he had sex? I guess with before Haley, like when was that? Honestly, I think all he knows is basic Caucasian sex. <laughs> well, he just said he hasn't had sex in the sauna. He did not reference the basic Caucasian part. Yeah. So <laughs> Oh, we go into some final words. Clara says be kind to everyone because it sounds like she's obviously just struggling with a lot of what's being said mm-hmm. on social media. Even though I really don't feel like her storyline was terrible. No, I don't I don't think so. <laughs> but I, I like but I do think it wasn't I feel like they cut a lot of their stuff out. Because they were kind of boring. Well, and just like, yeah, and I think because Ryan was so guarded, I feel Mm -hmm. like there was really nothing to show. So I really don't know what she's talking about because they really didn't, they didn't really say much about them. Yeah. I don't know. I guess people may have like turned her into like a, what are those people who are obsessed with sex? Not a. An nymphomaniac? Yes. I was going to say a narcoleptic. But that's not oh, the same sleeping. Thing. <laughs> oh, you know, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know because I watched that. There's a movie called Nymphomaniac by this, like, I think this German director. Interesting. Um, it was a great movie. I think probably hmm. top five for me. Very enlightening. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I think it's on Netflix. On that. Um, so yeah, Clara's saying just be kind to everyone because you don't know us and we're real people. Um, and then they highlight, she'll like the highlight reel for the new season, which will be in Houston, apparently where Dr. Vivian is from. Who knew? Um, yeah, they reference that. And then they somehow show us that there's another episode coming with the same people. So I guess there'll be an episode next week or the week after mm-hmm. with our same five couples, three couples and... Yeah, I guess it's supposed to show like a couple months after the reunion of what they're doing now. Who wants this? I don't know. Um, I didn't order it. I guess we'll, I don't know if we'll be covering it, but I'm just like, oh, you guys make it Is it going to be a special? Like, I'm not sure what's going on. It looks like everyone will be there because I guess Paige goes on a date. What? And yeah, Paige is going on a date with a guy and somebody else is going on a date too. I think Jacob. So, Lord, I guess we got to cover this foolishness show. Yep. So that's what's coming up. If you guys have made it this far, um, yeah, they're dragging this out for every every ounce of content that is worth, which isn't much, but they're they're working on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they might be trying to just push it until they start the next season. Mm, I don't know why true. though. Yeah, they've never they have, done like, this. I thought they were just going to take a month off. That means like that money. People. Trying to get all that money I in, guess. I guess. Trash. I guess. Whatever. All right. So it's time for our What Are We Watching? I've watched a ton of TV this week. Mm. Um, A lot of, like, black TV. Okay. Which has been exciting. But I've narrowed it down like a reasonable person. Should I start? Yeah. I guess I was kind of leading into starting. Yeah, huh? definitely. <laughs> I, I feel like I need to know now. Oh, well, I'm not going to cover all the shows I've been watching because I'm going to make a list to come mm-hmm. back to them. 
for the following weeks. So right, of course. Use them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll have it set up for you guys. You guys will hear about all the black TV I've been watching. Um, but today we're going to start with one. And so, I uh, recently got back on this season of Pose. It is an FX show. I stream it on FX now. And I think it's available on Hulu Live TV. And old episodes are on Netflix. Um, so this is their third season. It has a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is like basically certified fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, so Pose is this beautiful, I don't know, composed show. Um, basically about the ball, ball culture world in New York in the 80s. Um and so there are these queens at the balls, and it talks about, like, their houses, their relationships. Um, at that time, HIV and AIDS was very prevalent. People were dying at a faster rate than they are now. And so a lot of that's covered. There's a lot of dancing, a lot of music, a lot of great acting. Who's on this show? MJ Rodriguez. She plays Blanca, if you guys know who that is. Billy Porter's on there. He's amazing. India Moore is there as well. And Dominique Jackson. She's not my favorite actor, but... She's okay. Have you seen Pose? <laughs> no, I have not. Oh my goodness. It's so dramatic, but it's it's the kind of drama that I feel like you have to like mentally prepare yourself for. So I started mm-hmm. season three. Uh, I was actually inspired by Clara to kind of do some Marie Kondoing of my closet. Mm. And so while I was folding up all the all the shit, I said, let me just put this on. But it's it's very emotional this third season. Um, but in a good way. I feel like I'm really, really liking it. And the third season is the this is the final season. Um, so if you want to start it, I highly recommend it. If you like drama, if you like uh, queens, if you like uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's like sex, there's drugs, there's you know crime Mm -hmm. it's good um but yeah it's definitely one of my more favorite shows that i got hooked to a little bit later but highly 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 recommend what about you so i've been watching a lot of housewives shows this week um i've been have you finished gilmore girls um i mean i kind of just come back to that so i'm still (laughs) going through that i'm in season four right now um, I've got okay. three more seasons left, so I'm, I've been I've been like kind of that'll be like my evening show, like usually that and uh, Schitt's Creek is usually what I like, mm. you know, watch at night to wind down. Um, but usually I during the day I've been watching uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Real Housewives of New York. Um, so all the housewife shows right now are going through like a sort of like a diversity push. And so Beverly Hills hmm. has um, an Asian woman on right now. Her name's Crystal. She's married to the gentleman who directed The Lion King. Um, hmm. And so she's kind of integrating into the cast. And then we also have Kathy Hilton, who's Paris Hilton's mom, who's apparently like worth millions and millions of dollars. She's on it as well. Um, so I've been watching that show. I've been watching Real Housewives of New York. Um, they also have a new black cast member named Ebony. Um, who's like a lawyer and she also has her own podcast um, and she's great. I love her. Um, so I've just been going back and forth between Beverly Hills, New York. Um, Housewives is really great TV right now. Um, it's really mindless. There is no plot. There's mm. no rhyme or reason. It's just, it, it's just, it's just helpful. You know, when you've had a long day, you just need to just veg out and like not think put on Housewives. It's so great. 
Um, so I've really mm-hmm. been enjoying that. Um, Real Housewives of New Jersey just had their reunion. I didn't watch Jersey this season, but I heard it was actually really great. Um, but just for like political reasons, I don't really, um, I don't really like pursue Jersey because you know, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so other than that, um, that's all I've been watching. It's just Housewives. You know, I'm a really big Bravo fan. So if you guys ever want us to cover any Bravo shows. Please DM us on Instagram because you know I'm dying to add some Bravo to our <laughs> to our repertoire. Um, so please, you know, let us know. You know, let us know what you want to hear. Yeah, I've talked to a couple of people, and I think there's interest in a lot of these other shows. So I think we may be able to figure out a way to kind of recap, give like brief recaps, like maybe a five minute recap of some of these other shows that aren't our base shows, but. I think that could be good. I don't really know anything about the housewives, but I can take mm-hmm. a five minute recap. I mean, know? I think it might be helpful for us to like watch a clip and then kind of delve into it and get different Ooh. perspectives, you know, like, cause it's one thing for me to just be talking about it, but I mean, you can kind of chime in, but if you haven't seen it, you know, it's a little bit difficult. So maybe if we did like a little, like a five minute recap and we do like a clip where it's like something scandalous and we're just like, we just talk about that mm-hmm. or something that might be cool. Do we have license to show clips? Well, I guess we could watch the clip on our own time and then okay. we'll like talk about it or something. I don't know. We have time okay. to figure it out. Just an idea. We I just have a little time. Yes. If you guys have better ideas of how you want sh- some of these extraneous shows covered, let us know. Because, of course, I'm on all the TLC shows except mm. for like Pimple Popper and like oh. Feet stuff. I'm not into those. The feet stuff. But there's, you know, Seeking Sister Wife, 90 Day Fiance, Hoarders. I was watching Hoarders. that show with the children in Georgia. Which children Plathville? in Georgia? Was it Plathville? Oh, Welcome to Plathville. I love Plathville. I was y'all. watching that. If y'all that. haven't seen Welcome to Plathville. <laughs> Did I plug that before? I don't think so. Oh my goodness. What a if show. I haven't seen Welcome to Plathville on um TLC. Hoarders is down on TLC. Hoarders is on Annie, but Welcome to Plathville on TLC. This uh not necessarily sweet family, one of those families that like is on all the TLC shows where Ray's super religious and isolated and the kids don't have sugar and stuff like that. Um <laughs> It's good entertainment. The thing about this show that's a little bit different than like the Duggars is a lot of these kids, they have older kids. So they have kids that are like 16, 17, 18. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you start to see them rebelling a little bit. It's almost like the Amish show on there, except for, you know, these kids are still staying in their hometowns in Georgia. Right. Um, Really like it. There's also a new show on TLC about living with albinism. Oh, that's uh, interesting. a white family who's adopted they have like two biological kids but they have five adopted kids four of them have albinism oh, the, all the adopted kids God. are from china um <laughs> so apparently there's a lot of problems with albinism as far as like blindness and stuff like that but they're trying to give these kids really normal lives they ride bikes and do all kinds of regular kid stuff um but it's new for tlc seeking sister wife though watch that and uh, let me see. Happily Ever After, 90 Day, regular stuff. What else is on there? I think that might be it for now. But yeah, Seeking Sister Wife is very interesting. I would never divorce my husband so he can get married to anybody else. It's just not happening. <laughs> <sighs> I just wouldn't do it. I'd just be like, well, sorry, got here first. <laughs> but anything else we want to remind people to holler at us 
mm-hmm. on the social medias, on Absolutely. the Twitters, and on the Instagram. I just realized Twitter has stories. Did you know that? Oh, God. I did not. You did? No, I didn't. I'm so tired of... <laughs> I, I feel like I'm getting an overload of stories on Instagram, these reels. I've been seeing some craziness Let's make lately. a reel. How do we do one? What do you need uh, to do to do this? I've just been seeing a lot of foolishness, you guys, just with these marriage Instagrams, reels, showing us how to pray. Showing us how to pray and support each other. And then I see these other ones with like these people who are like married like this one girl's like 24 and her husband's like 44 and he's got a 24 year old daughter and they're like oh my goodness reels of them hanging out together Mm -hmm. i'm like you guys i don't (laughs) this is too much (laughs) so i am overloaded with these reels and stories and videos my goodness yeah, but we have some content to share with y'all. So follow us or talk to us. I know some of y'all just talk to us directly because some of y'all know us. Yeah. <laughs> talk to us on Instagram and Twitter. Go through the proper channels to create engagement. That's how you my can reach PSA. us from now um, on. <laughs> yes, it's my preferred form of contact in relation to this podcast. Yes. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us for this episode. We look forward to talking to y'all, I guess, yes. next week when we see what happens with this yes. after post reunion episode. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, not sure if it's next week or the week after, but we'll be back um, to recap that and then maybe the season will be over, you guys. It's almost we'll be over. Back. Either way, we'll have content next week, even if they don't, because we're that good. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.